Hey, it's Karen Hunter from the Karen Hunter Show on Sirius XM Urban View. Here's a highlight from today's show. Joining us right now, she is a candidate for California's 30th Congressional District for 2022. Let me welcome Erica for Congress, Erica Rhodes. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. Listen, um, you were during the presidential run, the the one that Joe Biden ended up winning. You were a big uh, and Andrew Yang. uh, And I saw you out there. You were campaigning so hard. You were going hard in the paint and you were doing it in a positive way because you see a lot of folk who, you know, they 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 they, you know, promote their candidate, but they do it by denigrating other people. And you never did that. And it was the most positive thing. And I loved that, that you were doing that. And then you turned around and now you're running. So yes. campaigning, did that inspire you to say, hey, I can do more? It, it did. One, just thank you for even acknowledging that we can do politics in a positive way without being divisive and nasty. I'm very intentional about having and running the clean campaign. Um, I was inspired by his policies. But I think what inspired me to run is George Floyd. When George Floyd was murdered, I was really, really upset. And then when you saw the disparities in education, we had so many black and brown kids that didn't have access to resources. And they were, and it just was like taking the dynamite and throwing it into our education system and blowing it up. And I was like, where is the leadership? Where are the people advocating for our young people? Because an uneducated society does nothing for us. And I was like, you know what? I'm running. And so I literally filed and then our campaign just like blew up. And now here we are a very, very, very viable campaign position to win in 2022. Any fear, you know, because even the process, there's so many people out there who's sitting at home right now saying, I want to do more. What was the first step? You know, how did how did you did you have to go somewhere? Did you go online? Like, how do you even file? So, you know, I think that they make it look more challenging than than it actually is. It's a piece of paper, and it took me five seconds to fill out. <laughs> and then I think the hard part is probably deciding what your platform is going to be. And I have a I think a very um, policy driven, detailed. Um, vision for my district and our country. And so the hard part was like, what do you want your platform to be and writing it up? But to actually be a candidate is it takes literally five minutes. It's one sheet of paper. <laughs> you're you're you, you talk about education. You're a teacher. You were teacher of the year. Um, you're from Vegas originally. I believe that the education system in this country, and we're, we were talking flame and I, and we've been talking for a couple of weeks about this critical uh, race theory and, you know, it's Juneteenth with the holiday today. Right. Tomorrow's Juneteenth physically. Uh, but we don't teach real history anyway. You know, we're not really teach. So the fact that people are upset with the notion that we might actually try to get it right is ridiculous to me. But you're right. The disparities are so uh, stark. Somebody tweeted before I came in. It's sad to live in a country where people don't read, you know, not even cliff notes. And the level of ignorance that we are experiencing is how we can get a Donald Trump is how we can have because folks aren't educated or aren't educating themselves enough to know the issues that actually matter to them. So when they go and vote for an Abbott in Texas or DeSantis in Florida or, you know, a, a Kemp in Georgia, uh, they're voting against the very interests. And, and then yesterday we had the Supreme Court. I'm sorry, because it's important. Seven to two to make sure that the Affordable Care Act doesn't go away. That's Obamacare for all you people who hate Obamacare but love the Affordable Care Act. 
a Supreme Court that Trump handpicked at least three people on that court, seven to two, which was a great majority, said we need health care. I was going to say about the reading, if you look at our prison systems, one in three kids or one of the one or three people in prison are illiterate. You know, and, you know, a big bulk of our prison system is our foster care system. You know, we have kids in our foster care system, something I'm very passionate about. They age out with absolutely nothing. And that includes an education. An uneducated society does us nothing. Like, I I just, I really want to stress the importance of reading. Like, our campaign launched a lending library program in our community where we actually are installing them all around our districts to make you know, reading exciting and fun or diff- different ways to access books, but we need kids to be able to read. Kids are leaving fourth grade, not reading at grade level. You know, when I first became a teacher, I was in a fifth grade classroom and they were literally reading at a first grade level. And so how do we expect them to accelerate in math and science and be able to be, you know, people that contribute to society? We root a lot of our problems are because our education system is failing our young people. And it's our responsibility as adults to cultivate the next generation of leaders and make sure that they are um, definitely equipped to flourish in today's society. Couple of things. First of all, thank you for being a teacher and going into politics. I think all politicians should be teachers first because you learn so much more being instituted in a school with other with children or with the youth because you you you're more in tune to what's happening. Secondly, I'm not giving those uh those three that Kavanaugh and that uh, Amy Coney Barrett a pass. They did their job. Understand that we know right from wrong. See, all of us who look like us don't even think like us because Clarence Thomas voted against that ruling yesterday. He ain't been one of us since he, uh, yeah, since the alleged uh, hunt touching and all that. And, and I said alleged only because I'm on your show. Secondly, you. I don't give them a pass. They don't get a pass. That's their job. You are hired to be put in that position to do your job. Everybody knows right from wrong. I don't care about race and color at this point. You do know right from wrong. And people, a lot of, especially a lot of West Virginia and ignorant white folks who hated oh, Obamacare, Obamacare, so many of them came out of the trenches, out of the woodworks to vote for Donald Trump when he ran in 2016, not knowing because they're ignorant as well. They want to say we're illiterate. We don't read. Neither do they because what they did not know that the Obamacare that they hated was exactly what Karen said, was the Affordable Care Act that they were on, that the president that they thought that they loved was trying to remove their oxygen tanks and their insulin and woo, 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 and they were going to vote for him again. He was going to annihilate them. And they were, because we came out, thank you to the black women and to the Latino women that came out for voting to so that we did win this go round. And I'm telling you, teachers make the difference. And as far as the black history goes, it is your job as an African-American or indigenous person or any person of color to teach your children their history in your home. It is not left up to the textbooks or to the schools. It is up to you to teach your children their and, history. And historically, they've always stopped us from being able to read. Like, you're, exactly. like, it was like you got like, beaten to death if you learned how to read. Ain't you know, that we're, why we're, Juneteenth was created? And that's why we're having our rally on Juneteenth because it's really important to teach history and the truth. You know, we have to teach the truth. And so I, I really appreciate everything that you're saying. I really do. Erica Rose. Thank you for being a great teacher. Yes. Yep. And you can follow her two A's in Erica. Two A's, R-I-K-A. Rhodes R H O D E S. You can follow her on Twitter or go to Erica for Congress. Oh, and she's Democrat, y'all. She's Democrat. She's going blue. Yeah. What? Well, yeah. <laughs> California. The thirtieth. Con- 
the the thirtieth congressional district. Where what what cities do what cities are are covered by that? So I'm going to be representing the West San Fernando Valley. So that's like Tarzana, Woodland Hills, Northridge, Encino, um, Sherman Oaks. So the West San Fernando Valley. Okay, and besides education, what else? If if you're sent to Congress from the thirtieth congressional district, what else do you want to accomplish when you get there? Social justice. So we we so I have a so my platform is really about young people, and it's really about making sure that young people are set up for success. And so we need social. We need, we need someone in there that's going to fight like hell for social justice reform and making sure that we are treated equally and fairly. I am a big big advocate uh, advocate for um, campaign finance. I think people don't realize what a big deal campaign finance is. Like my incumbent has two point five million dollars. That makes it almost, not impossible because it's not impossible or viable, but harder for like an everyday person like me to run for Congress. And so we really need to make sure that we change our campaign finance rules and laws to ensure that people can run for office because it is meant for everyday people to be in the House of Representatives. It's not supposed to be just lawyers and millionaires and people that are connected. It needs to be everyday people that understand what it means to be working class in their representing. So I'm sorry, I get passionate about that. No, you and, and we I, need the passion. We need the passion. I, I normally I wouldn't apologizing. ask. No, do not apologize <laughs> for it. Thank you for saying passion because anytime it's a black woman and she's passionate about something, y'all love to holler. Oh, she's an angry black woman. She's not angry. She's passionate. It means something to her. Y'all just don't understand the way we speak. And I'm right now, I'm representing a black woman. But you know, in about 30 minutes when the show is over, this wig going to be up and I'll be that brother. Hey. hey. <laughs> Erica Rhodes, um, then, I, I normally don't ask this. How how old are you? I, I'm, I'm 35, about to be 36. Okay. Uh, happy birthday coming. When's your birthday? When's it coming? August 20th. Okay. All right. Oh, uh, that's my daughter's birthday. You're Leo. That's my baby. Yes. My she just went to high school. That's her birthday. August 20th. Happy to birthday. be, you know, when I look at Congress right now, you know, I look at people who are in their 80s running, you know, the, the, the leadership. No, I'm just saying, you know, there's a yeah. whole crop of people, Corey Bush and AOC and Ellen Omar and, you know, um, Lauren Underwood. I mean, there's a, a nice Jamal Bowman, great, but they just came in. And I feel like you're right. Representation, this country is needs younger energy, people who are uh, more connected to what's happening, you know, and, and this the future of this country is going to be left to young people so they should have a say in what happens um so i even like that your opponent uh that you're running and and it's a you know you have a a couple of people that you're running against how do you navigate that space with not without having millions of dollars without having the machine behind you how are you you know you can't get out and knock on doors like we used to Oh, we are a movement filled with people willing to put the hard work. We have more small dollar donations than than incumbent. We have donations from every single state, plus Puerto Rico, America, Samoa, and DC. We literally have a movement and that is why we are going to win. And there's so many people that are phone banking for us, that are door knocking. We've been doing this for a year. We launched a year early because we knew that we weren't gonna have maybe millions of dollars, but we have people on our side and people that want change. And so I think his big misstep is underestimating a black woman and a teacher because what we know how to do is hustle and we know how to put in the work. And you saw me hustle for Andrew, you know, I, I, I want change so bad. 
And you know, every time I get, I might get a little tired. I'm like, no, 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 no. You're not getting tired until we get the legislation passed. We're not, we're not done. We, this to me, just getting into Congress is like, this is just the hurdle. What we really need to do is get the legislation passed. You know, I'm so sick of people just talking, 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 talking. I want to solve the problems. Let's solve the problems. And I think what makes me unique is I am able to talk to people from all political parties, literally. Like I will meet people where they're at and have the dialogue. Yesterday, we had a big, huge ice cream event. A lot of people came out. And yes, people, most people that already align with my platform, but we had people that were Trump supporters and they, and I sat there with them for 30 minutes and they left saying, you know what? I'm gonna vote for you. I don't agree with all your policies, but the fact that you would just talk to me, you didn't make me feel bad and you, and you heard my position, even if you didn't agree, we're gonna support you. And I think that is also what we need in politics. People that can work across the aisle and find the common ground. Like I'm not a big Tim Scott fan, but I will go up in his office and, and find common ground with him if it's for the best interests of kids or black people or whatever. So that is, okay. I think that's why I'm gonna be a huge asset in Congress. Erica Rhodes, how can we support? Love, how can we help I you? Love it. But to support is um, is definitely becoming a recurring donor. Our campaign, the reason why we're in this position is because we have just simple five to ten dollar recurring donors, monthly recurring donors. Um, if you aren't able to donate, which is fine, you can phone bank. That's free. You just have to volunteer on our website and phone bank. That makes a difference. We're averaging between you know 150 to 500 calls every week. So that helps and tell everyone if you know someone that lives in the san fernando valley california's 30th congressional district let them know erica rhodes is running and to vote for me all right we got you we got you and you know um I, again I, i've been watching you for a minute and I, I i like your energy but i also like your follow-through you know you're not somebody that is just uh out here running your mouth you actually are rolling up your sleeves and you go hard in the paint so erica for Congress, A-A-R-I-K-A for F-O-R Congress.com. Erica Rhodes on the Twitter. Follow her. Uh, I appreciate you. You are amazing. And I thank you for teaching our children, too. Hey, this is Karen Hunter. You can listen to The Karen Hunter Show live every Monday through Friday at 3 p.m. East on Sirius XM Urban View Channel 126 or anytime on the Sirius XM app.